When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Rob Sestronino back here with our exit interview with Emily Flippin here on our exit interview podcast. I am still in New Orleans, uh, site of our live show from the Civic Theater that we did on Wednesday night. You all will have the chance to listen and watch a very wild show from New Orleans. A ton of survivors stop by for that one. We're going to post that for you on Thursday afternoon. But the reason why we're here is for our exit interview with Emily, who went on such a interesting journey uh, with us all this season. She cheated death back in episode one, made it all the way to seventh place. And we'll get into everything with Emily about her experience here in just a moment. And then Jordan Kalish will stop by for this week in Survivor history. If you haven't checked it out yet, I was just listening to Shannon Gus with Omer Zahir breaking everything down. My head is spinning of the ways that they were breaking down the votes, how everything should have gone, uh, what the votes should have been, just two of the best at really crunching these numbers. And so that's been a really fun listen. We'll also have Stephen Fish back on Friday for some bonus Friday Survivor know-it-alls when I get back home to catch up with Stephen. And then Hannah Shapiro on the Survivor Feedback Show coming up on Monday night. So lots of great stuff. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. 
podcast at robhasawebsite.com slash subscribe. I see that we have Emily on the line. Let's go ahead and bring in Emily. Emily, what an honor to get to chat with you here. So disappointed to see you go out of the game. Uh, how are you doing this morning, Emily? Oh, I'm, I feel like a, a weight has been lifted off my shoulders now. Um, I feel like a lot of, of guilt for not doing better, I guess. Um, and so now when people come up to me and they're like, we're rooting for you, I feel like not the need to cry anymore, um, which is great. So I'm, I'm happy that, you know, this experience is what it was. I wish I had made it to the end, but kind of relieved that this kind of secret I've been holding on to is done now. Emily, I've never heard a survivor come on the exit interview and say they feel guilty about uh, not getting further. Is that that you were for other people or for yourself? Um, For other people, honestly, I think anybody who, I mean, I wanted to win. Let's be very clear. I wanted to win. Anybody who knew me and did not expect me to win. um, I think they they had that awareness. I'm like, oh, Emily, that's going to be a tough battle. Um, but I personally love when expectations are low. Uh, now, my strategy coming into Survivor was to kind of set expectations low. I didn't mean to put them like on the ground with my first episode, uh, but I do think that 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 arc, right, from being like this really kind of negative, Nancy, aggressive, um, outspoken person to somebody who I think you got to see a little bit more of my character over time. It, it gave me a nice arc, but it also... Um, I, you know, I got a, a really nice edit and it's generous, but I also feel bad for the people who are like, we're rooting for you. We were all rooting for you and you screwed it up. Um, so I feel bad for letting people down. All right. Well, Emily, let's talk a little bit about uh, this episode that we had last night. And so, of course, uh, we saw where you're putting together this plan against Julie. And then late in the game, it seems like that you, okay, it, Julie's acting weird. Ju- you know, Julie knows something. Did you know that Julie had Austin's idol? No. So I knew that Julie was aware that she was being talked about. Like Julie and I were kind of both lying to each other that that awareness was there. Um, But I thought that the idol was actually sent home with Sifu. So during that vote, everybody seemed pretty confident that Sifu had the idol, but he left his bag back at camp. So when he came to that tribal council, he didn't have any of this stuff. And so my thought process was when he voted off Sifu was like, I thought we were kind of flushing the Reba idol. I knew Austin had his amulet idol, um, but that was it. So I, I really didn't, honestly, I should have thought about it more. I didn't think that Julie had an idol. I thought that she could have played her shot in the dark, but that was it. Was there any talk about putting votes on any of the other targets just in case Julie did play something like a shot in the dark? A, a little bit, not necessarily about splitting the vote. Obviously I wish I had split the vote. If I had half a brain, I would have split the vote. Um, but I remember I had the conversation with like Drew and Austin about, okay, what happens if Julie plays something or plays a shot in the dark? And Austin had at one point been like, well, I would play my idol. And I was like, okay, so would you play it for yourself? Or would you play it for me? Because there was that debate about like whose name would she yeah. write down? Um, and I can't remember exactly where we landed, but I do remember when Julie got up with her idol, I knew my name was written down. I remember kind of looking at Austin and Austin smartly, he just looked straight forward. Um, so I, I think there was an awareness of, of what was happening when it was happening. So Emily, a couple episodes ago, the episode where you lost your vote, you seemed like that you were starting to feel like, you know what, I, I don't know if this Reba thing is necessarily working out. And then we saw you were talking with Bruce and Katora and Jake, but ultimately you decided that, OK, it's it's better for me to go and stick with the original plan. Well, what changed for you in between when you were feeling uneasy, when you lost your vote to uh, ultimately trying to make it work with the Reba people? 
Oh, this is such a good question. Um, so a lot of things. In one hand, like the old Bellow tribe, when we had that tribe swap, it wasn't really shown because it ended up not being relevant to the story. But Kendra and I had a really great kind of working relationship. And so the four of us of Kendra and myself, Drew and Austin, I thought we were kind of working together. We had an alliance name, like we were doing, you know, we were they they Austin and Drew did a great job of making us feel involved. So when I heard about the Kendra vote, I'm sitting there without my vote, so I can do very little to change it. Um that's when I was just kind of like, okay, so this is this is a fake alliance then. This yeah. isn't a real alliance because why would you be voting off? Why'd you want to vote off our part of what I perceived to be our alliance at that time? Um, so that's when I started to think. And I think I wish I had fought harder to like make a bellow based alliance real. Obviously, I'm sitting here now um, doing the exit press with you. So I have a lot of, you know, if I could go back and do things differently, I would. But I remember thinking, um, I wasn't sure if I could get them all together. And even if I could get us together to blindside Reba, I would have made myself target number one for Reba and Bello. Nobody on that Bello tribe was going to go to bat for me, right? Like, you know, Bruce was probably going to cut me the first opportunity he had. Um, I didn't really have a working relationship with with Katura, even though it, and Katura was very logical. I knew she was kind of working with the Reba people. So I thought she would potentially wrap me out. So there's a lot of things that I think were going on in my mind about you know, why I didn't try to try harder to make that that happen. How much did you consider going with Bruce's plan uh, from last week and voting with Bruce and Jake and potentially Katara? Yeah, I, I definitely had a half a thought to like when when I realized that Bruce was in, when I realized that like, oh, he's like he's he's here for this. That's when it kind of hit me. I was like, I could, we could do this. Um, I think the issue that I had, though, was that. Um, Katura and uh, not Jake was to a lesser extent, but like, I, I didn't feel like Katura was, was really sold on it. I mean, the same way that I wasn't really sold on it. So both of us were kind of afraid that if we tried to make it happen, the other one would say something to the Reba members and then the vote would flip on us. So there was a little bit of that fear of like, you have to have a lot of trust if you're going to pull off a blind side that big. And we didn't like the four of us really didn't have that trust yet. After you came back from the tribal council, uh, why did you tell the tribe about how you were the one responsible for Bruce going out of the game? Oh, because I'm an idiot. Because I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I, I think I think there's like two aspects to it. One was I had to try to explain why Julie's name was put out there because Julie and Bruce had a great relationship. So it's like, why would Bruce write down Julie versus Drew or D or Austin or any of these other people? Um, and, and so I was trying to explain that thought process that happened in that conversation that I had to throw Julie a little bit under the bus because Bruce did not want to make a move. So when I came to that plan, it wasn't do this, this vote. Let's do it next vote. He's like, I'm not playing my idol. They're bringing up my votes on me. Next vote, we do this. And so I had to convince him that we needed the numbers now. In order to do that, I had to tell him he didn't have Julie. So I threw Julie under the bus and I was trying to explain to Julie why I did it. And, but also, I think I was insecure about my game, right? I came back and yeah. I was just kind of like, you know, I wanted credit for the move. And it was it, it came from a place, I think, of really big insecurity. You won the reward. You got to go to the sanctuary. It was a big moment for you personally. But do you feel like that that was sort of like the beginning of when people's perceptions of you started to change? Um, A little bit. Honestly, I think you get a little like cracks of of my personality that are kind of shown throughout I, I didn't realize how closed off i think i was being it really hit me when i was like doing that little cheese dance and then everybody was shocked and i was like no this is this is real emily i, I act like this all the time but everybody was like who is this person like you've never seen her before um Jeff so literally i literally said like, that i think yeah I, I was and i was shocked because i was like wow wait 
I really didn't give people the opportunity to get to know me. Um, and I was really sad. So I did, I think I like after that reward tried or that auction, I guess, tried to be a little bit more open with people as well. But I do think winning that reward challenge, um, everybody's expectations for me are really low. So as much as that should have painted a target on me, and, and in some sense, I, maybe it did. I remember everybody was just like, oh my God, Emily did something. I mean, you can hear it. Katura said, oh, all by herself. <laughs> so like, you know, the expectations were low for me. Last night, you went on the journey. And uh, first, you seemed like you didn't want to go on the journey, but you still put your hand in the bag of rocks. Uh, did you have an option to opt out of going on the journey or did everybody have to pull rocks? Um, so we didn't really. So Jake obviously wanted to go on the journey. And I think there was a fair number of people that did not want Jake to go. So we, as a group, everyone's like, well, let's just draw rocks. And so I, I am the unluckiest person in this game so far. So there's no way in hell I'm reaching into this bag and pulling out the colored rock that just would not happen. Um, but naturally I do. And that's when it hits me because I really didn't think about the repercussions of what would happen if I was pulled on whatever this journey was. Uh, and that's when it occurred to me that, you know, I was like, oh, maybe like a, a bad move to participate. And there was a moment where they're like, do you not want to go? And then I was like, well, what, how, how entitled am I? If I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to go. Somebody else go. Like, so I, I felt, yeah, I didn't have a lot of time to think about it, but I remember being like, oh, like I was kind of hesitant about doing it in the first place. Yeah. So we saw your decision about not wanting to play in the challenge to risk your vote. Uh, do, is that something that you look back on and say that you wish that you uh, did take a shot at it or do you uh, stand in your decision? Yeah, I have a lot of regrets in this game, but that's not one of them. Yeah. Um, they could have left me out there all day with that puzzle. It was never getting solved. Uh, Nobody solved it yet, Emily. It. Yeah. It's so hard. Um, so I, I'm not upset that I didn't do it. I knew I needed my vote, but I was bummed. You know, if it was maybe a different puzzle, maybe I make a different decision. But that puzzle, oh, hell no. Yeah. So Austin and D has been, you know, a bigger and bigger thing as the season has gone along. Uh, as somebody who was out there with them, did you... Uh, have any awareness that this was like turning romantic? I know you said to Drew and Austin at one point, hey, I think we should go out D. And they were like, eh, I don't think so. But did you know that how close they were getting? Yeah, so it, I, I give myself credit. Now, I think other people would give themselves credit, but I'm going to try to take credit here. I feel like I saw that happening before anybody else did. You know, at the merge, we're all sitting in the shelter and I'm having a conversation and people are coming and going and it's, it's raining. So we're all just kind of huddled there. Um, and I, Austin and D are suddenly like talking about their exes. And I'm like, this, this conversation doesn't come up naturally. I don't just have conversations about my exes with people. And so I remember like, I suddenly felt like I was third wheeling and I, I slowly scoot over to Drew and I'm like, Drew, Drew, I'm third wheeling. Something's happening over there. I think he was already aware at that point, but for me, that's when it hit. <laughs> okay. And did that become more of a priority for you at any point to try to split that up? Yeah. So, I mean, I was, I was very threatened by D. Um, I felt like she was in a really good position in the game. She was really smart. Everybody loved her. Um, and you can hear me targeting her initially. It's actually funny after the reward challenge, that Thanksgiving kind of reward challenge, um, my target shifted to Julie because at the, at that reward, Julie um, was talking about the game a bit more. And it occurred to me that she was doing a lot more behind the scenes to pull the strings as part of the Reba Alliance. And I had really underestimated her. Um, and I was like, wow, if I underestimated Julie, imagine how great her, you know, her story is here. So that's kind of when my, my focus shifted away from D to Julie. Emily, if everything went perfect for you, what was going to be your master plan to be in the end with who? 
again, master plan is very generous. It was kind of like, whoever, whoever will take me, I'll go with. I, I don't think I was getting there, but I remember thinking I was comfortable sitting next to Drew and Austin. Um, I remember thinking that they maybe played similar games from the top, maybe rubbed people the wrong way. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how the jury felt, but I felt like I had a, a really unique story, a different story than them. So um, I was comfortable. If I was sitting at the final three of those two, even though they played great games, I think I, I would have been comfortable with that. I don't know if I would have won, but I would have tried. <laughs> Emily, you did a lot of amazing things in this game, but maybe your um, best read was, how did you know Jeff had the margarita under the cover? (laughs) First of all, you never have an auction without a margarita. And like, this is towards the end of this auction. There has to be margarita. And I'll tell you what, Jeff came out, you know, shaking. I was like, oh, that's a margarita. That's a margarita any day of the week. (laughs) I'm just jealous I didn't get to drink it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one day, Emily. And then if there was one thing that you could have changed from uh, this experience, looking back, do you know what that would be? Oh, that's hard. I I want to say like I, I got way more out of this experience than I ever expected to. And for that alone, it's kind of like changing aspects of yourself. I don't know if I would. I would change the fact that I didn't win, though. I mean, I could have this crazy, awesome, amazing experience and still have a million dollars on top. Please. That's what I wanted. So, you know, if I could go back and put a rogue vote on somebody like Austin during that vote, I mean, that would have been that would have been great. But Emily, when you're a financial advisor, that million dollars is coming sooner or later. Okay, (laughs) don't worry, but you don't need to see about that. I mean, I'm not going to turn my nose up to some money. So. Yeah. All right. Well, Emily, thank you so much. It was uh, so much fun to get to watch your uh, journey this season. So I really appreciate getting the chance to talk to you and all the best outside survivor. Okay. Thanks. You too. All right. Take care. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. There's Emily Flippin, our financial analyst, and she did a really great job. I thought that was so interesting that she said that she felt guilty. And as I said, I really have not heard uh, too many people uh, describe their survivor experience that way, that she felt guilty about not winning. But I guess that her journey just really resonated with so many people. And you certainly can understand why. I think that a big part of Survivor in the modern era is that, you know, only one person will win. But then the show really tries very hard to tell the story of everybody else. And for the other 17 players that I do think that Survivor tries to be very much about, you know, this personal journey that people are on. And I think that Emily was some Somebody who I just felt like that that really clicked in her and they were able to really tell that story in just a really cool way. And so I think that Emily did get a lot out of this experience. And I think that we all did too, getting the chance to watch her just in talking with her. I know she got compared to Cass so much, but for me, I feel like Emily is more of like Sophie than Cass. Like uh, Cass, I think likes to like have like a little bit more controversy around her. And I think that like, just in the way that even she played the game, the way that uh, she talks, I just feel like Reminds me a little bit more of my interactions with Sophie. So I just thought that that was also something that I got from Emily here today. All right. So we've got Jordan Kalish coming up. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, Jordan Kalish and this week in Survivor History. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, we've got Jordan Kalish standing by here for some This Week in Survivor history here. Uh, We're recording a little bit earlier this week uh, for our exit interview here. But Jordan, how are you? I I am doing great. And I know what I'm with us in New Orleans. I, I wish so too. And I know when I'm listening to this podcast, I know I am going to be jealous of all the people who got to hang out in New Orleans. I'm sure everyone that's we're, we're speaking from the past right now, but New Orleans, great city, know-it-alls, great event, always. And you have you have the combination of the great city, the great event. I'm sure everyone had an amazing time. I wish I could have been there, Rob, but um, I'm, I'm Next time. at least I'm in New York. At least I got to uh, uh, to, to watch um, a Survivor with uh, with the New York crew, as always. Would have loved to be in, uh, in New Orleans. Though. Okay. All right. So, Jordan, here we are. It's the first week of December here as uh, yes. Survivor is uh, inching towards its conclusion. Jordan, what happened on this week in Survivor history? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna start with a game that we have played before. I am gonna give you six players who were voted out this week in Survivor history. Uh, three of them went out on unanimous votes, and three of them were not unanimous. Right. And, and we're gonna use we're gonna use the old school definition of a unanimous vote. Where we're now on on new school Survivor. There's plenty of votes where the person uh, who uh, that nobody gets votes except for the boot. Um, but we're calling a unanimous vote if it's like a five to one, for example, that would be unanimous. Mm-hmm. Um, only the person who got voted out voted for another player. So uh, I mean, you're going to have to plug the six players into the correct category. It's going to be three and three. The players are Amy Kusak from Vanuatu. We have Alec Christie. We have Carter Williams. We have Krista Hasty 
Cindy Hall, and then we have Jonathan Penner's Cook Islands run. Okay. So those are the six. Uh, three of them went out in a non-unanimous vote. Three of them went out in a unanimous vote. All right. And Chris Hasty. All right. So Amy, Alec, Carter, Krista, okay. Cindy, and Penner. Yeah, I like being able to have Carter and Penner both in this game. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're looking for three people that went out unanimously uh, and three people who didn't. Okay. So for Carter, um, let's see. I think Carter goes around at the final six um, at that point. If your Penner goes out, would Abby Maria vote for Carter if the other four people are aligned against him? Does Cindy go out unanimously? I think so at the final five. Everybody was mad about the car. I think that's that. Okay, just to talk it through. Cindy is somebody that's definitely in the mix, I think, for uh, unanimous. Penner, also season 13, I believe also in the run for a unanimous vote that you had a lot of people who uh, didn't want him around anymore. Some people that were sick, Yule had been kind of uh, keeping him in the mix. He's uh, he's in the mix for me for unanimous vote. Would Sandra vote out Krista? I don't think so. I think that Sandra's uh, pretty loyal to a fault, some would even say, uh, when people are her friends. And I think that she is going to... <laughs> I think probably not cast a vote against Chris, even though she like threw the fish on the and, and got everybody mad at her. I don't know if she's going to yeah, vote. And she, al- she also did uh, fam- famously all uh, voted for, for uh, Rupert and all stars and, and knew that he would still vote for her to win the uh, mm-hmm. million dollars. Yeah. So Carter is in the mix for me. So I, I think uh, Chris is somebody who I feel that not unanimous Alec Christie. I feel like also, I think not unanimous. <laughs> I think that famously Natalie Anderson ends up with uh, putting a vote onto Keith Nail to, if I remember correctly, um, to uh, get uh, Keith Nail to stay there uh, to bring, when when it looked like that Keith was supposed to go home, that she wanted Keith, not Alex. So I think that um, there's definitely going to be some votes keeping uh, Alec in the game. And Amy in season nine... Um, does a Eli- is Eliza voting out Amy there? I mean, Amy makes it to the final six. I think Eliza, if I recall, like Amy does a lot of work with Eliza, and Eliza's not going to vote for Amy. So I'm going to say my three people that were the unanimous votes are Carter, Cindy, and Penner, and then Krista, Alec, and Amy. I think are the people that were not the unanimous votes. All right, so we'll go to your unanimous votes first. Penner, uh, you you are correct. All the people in, in Cook Islands, even the people who, like you, who he had been working with, uh, did turn on him and he went out there. Cindy Hall, people were were not so happy with her car decision. She was a car, unanimous car. vote. Come on, Carter. 
Yeah. So, which, which means that, uh, so we, we go from the car to the Carter. Uh, if Carter was unanimous, you have a perfect score on this game. Uh, Carter was a unanimous vote. So you are correct. Uh, you were right about the non, you not, not unanimous votes, obviously too. uh, the Alec Christie. Yes. Uh, Nat- Natalie Anderson famously, uh, did not vote uh, for Keith. She voted out Alec and then pretended that she didn't like, know what? who she was supposed to be voting for. Oh, <laughs> yeah. like, what did uh, you tell me? Oh, I feel so stupid. Uh, yeah, Chris, Krista, you worked that out well with Sandra not turning on her friend. And then Amy, it was actually uh, uh, Julie Berry, uh, who was the other person uh, who didn't vote for Amy, not Eliza. Uh, Eliza did vote out uh, her, her, someone who I think she liked. But uh, yes, she voted out Amy Kusak there. This came on the heels of uh, uh, of the um, Eliza, uh, Eliza, Chris, Twyla and Scout uh, voting out Leanne. So very good. You're off to a six point start. Perfect score so far. Um, we are going to go to the next question. This is going to be uh, from Survivor Samoa. Shambo memorably, memorably claimed that she had a clairvoyant dream in Survivor Samoa. Who did she dream was voted out? It's important to note that the person who actually was voted out at the final nine tribal in this episode was not the person who was booted in Shambo's dream. So who did she dream was voted out? Who, it's not the person who actually went out at the final nine. Uh, Shambo dream. So I know Shambo has a dream. And um, in her dream, I don't recall who she dreamt that got voted. I, I feel like that um, what I recall was that in her dream that it was did Dave Ball do something to the chickens? But maybe am I conflating that? I know in her dream, I feel like that Dave Ball was involved. So for lack of any other better answer, I'm going to say Dave. Shambo. Was dreaming about balls. Yes, Dave. Dave Ball uh, was <laughs> was was the person that she she dreamed. Uh, dreamt was voted out. It did come on the heels, and I believe it was the previous episode where she did not like uh, that that Dave uh, wanted to eat the chicken. I believe. Uh, so who knows if she actually had a clairvoyant dream, or this was just her way of maybe trying to get the ball the, the vote the ball the, the vote on to ball Dave. Rolling. Uh, so. Yeah, so yeah, get the ball rolling on the day vote. Uh, but you are correct. That's who she dreamt uh, was voted out. Um, and we can go to the next question. Uh, survive. John Fincher was the was the actual uh, vote. But let's go to. I think she did vote for Dave in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, she really wanted him out, but Fincher goes out there. Let's go to the uh, the next episode. Uh, the the next uh, question. This is going to be a more recent season. Okay. Um, season forty one. Danny was eliminated at the 41 final six by a four to zero vote after the initial vote was tied three to three. Who did he tie with on the initial vote? Hmm. So I'm going to say, I think I'm going to, I'm going to say, I think it was Ricard. If I had to, I feel like that Danny and Deshaun and Heather, I think are going to vote together. And I feel like that Danny was like really trying to push people to vote for Ricard in that spot. Feels like that he was saying like, hey, like this guy is going to win. You got to you got to vote him out. And so I'm going to say my answer is Ricard. Okay, so your answer is Ricard. And Rob, at the final six, there was uh, there was absolutely a, a push to to say that uh, this this Ricard character is a big threat. 
Unfortunately, Ricard did win immunity this round. Uh, so the tie was originally going to be Danny and Heather. Uh, Deshaun was doing a lot of strategizing and he actually got the target put on himself. Danny and Deshaun voted for each other. They didn't want to, uh, but the vote was between Danny and Deshaun. So unfortunately, you do not get the point on that question. That. Uh, very, very sad to see the two, two buddies uh, having to vote each other uh, like that. But mm-hmm. uh, that's that's the game, Rob. That's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. Okay. It's like it's like Squid Game. You got you got to sometimes uh, go against your Ganbu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. Are we are we a, are we a Ganbu gang, Rob? Uh, me you and are Sam we, Moore. Uh, <laughs> are we getting tattoos? I don't know. I think we oh, I think really? we get we could be a, we could we could start our own Ganbu gang. We'll we'll discuss the what the tattoos mm-hmm. gonna look like after the yeah. show. Um, okay, so uh, let's go to another uh, new school season um, at the Cody Blindside. This is a, a, of course a Survivor forty three. Remember Cody well. Blindside. Yes. Yes. And this question is worth a lot of points because there's a lot of a answers. Lot of points. Yes. Uh, which four players voted for Cody and which two players had their lone votes negated by an idol? So let's start with the first part of this question. Who were the four Cody votes? This was a four to zero zero vote because two people uh, had votes negated by an idol. Who were the four Cody votes at the final six? Okay. Who were the four Cody votes? So certainly Jesse. I believe it was Owen. I believe it was Cassidy. Now, uh, so, um, was it Carla or was it Gabler? Uh, so I'm trying to remember how this all went down. So we're going to, uh, no, because, because uh, Carla is going to think that she's going to be thinking that we're voting for Owen, right? Because then Jesse plays uh, the idol on Owen, which is going to make Carla think that potentially the votes are on her. And so I'm going to say that the fourth vote is going to be on is going to be from Gabler on on Cody. So you have Jesse, Owen, Gabler, and Cassidy, Cassidy yes. on Cody. Yes. And those are the four votes that that were on uh were on Cody. Good job working it out. And you sort of uh you sort of worked this out. I think the second part of the question, who were the two players that had their lone vote negated by an idol? You sort of said it, but I need your your answer so for this Cody, question for Cody and Carla, months. uh the two people who had idols going into this travel council, then uh both have their uh lone vote negated. Wait, say, say that again. The two people with their Cody was voted out. The two people with their loan vote negated. I know. I know you misspoke there. <laughs> you said Cody and Carla. Yeah, I'm sorry. So um, who had their? This is the vote where Cody was voted out. So who had their loan votes negated? Um, so the other two people that are there are uh, Carla and Cody, right? Well, it's not people who. It's not the voter. It's the person who received the votes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So. That I believe that Cody put his vote on Carla and Carla put her vote on Owen. That is correct. Yeah. So you get the, you get the you get the two points there. I just wanted to make sure because you were saying I, I knew I knew you knew that uh, that Cody didn't have. I, the, I thought the you were asking me who's it's, who cast votes that got negated. I not where I understand what which were is why their votes for. Which is why I didn't call you call you wrong because yes. I knew you I knew you were I knew you knew what you were talking about, but uh, it was just uh, sem- semantics there. Mm-hmm. All right, we have one more question. Um, when Katie Collins was rocked out of Survivor Blood versus yeah. Water, which two players was the initial vote, uh, the initial tied vote between? All right. So I believe the votes were against 
so Jervis had immunity. Okay. And so that the rock draw people were going to be, it was what Tyson, Sierra, and Katie, I believe. And so then by proxy, then Hayden is still there and Monica, right? So it must be then. Um, the question is who the, who were the tie votes? Who were the tied votes between? Yes. Yeah. And did Jervis have immunity? So I'm guessing that it, it had to have been Hayden and Monica. So I can tell you that Hayden is correct. He did not select a vote because he had three votes against him. And Rob, we're doing it for Monica. You are correct. Uh, Jervis, you're, you're right about Jervis. He had immunity. So those were the, yeah. the two who he had the immunity. votes. Everyone like, else. Yeah, like, that's it. let's go to rocks. Let's do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> if I'm in Jervis's spot, I I, I love that. Actually, I'm in Jervis's Jervis. spot. I almost, yeah. I almost want, I almost want Tyson, Tyson potentially coming out yeah. there. Uh, a, but um, I don't know if it would have really mattered for Jervis, unfortunately, with that jury. But Rob, you, you finished with a total of 15 points, 15 out of a possible 16. Uh, that is obviously a win here on Twitch. And because you have won the game for the second week in a row, we have the verbal I rebus. Get a reward. Uh, you get the reward. You get to answer the verbal revis, yes. what you've always okay. wanted. All right. So we have uh, Mad Dog thought his name was Cal. Okay. I feel like I've used this one before. Plus, the the real name of the guy who asked Chris Darty about going to a race in, Char- in Charlotte after the show. Okay. This is <laughs> verbal, verbal Revis veteran. But yes, yeah. verbal Revis veteran. Uh, that was a very, Masters. I have no idea what the uh, that clue is referring to. I do not remember that moment, but go ahead. Final, final, final yeah. tribal okay. council. All He's right. like, are we, yeah. we're still going the race and try. Yeah. Plus the color of the Olympic medal that was stripped from Crystal Cox. Okay. Plus the thing that Zeke, Shan, Tarzan, Christy, Susie, Flicka, Willard, and Token Sheen's Candace have in common. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what this is? Yes, this is. Uh, so we have Kel, then yeah. Lee, Sarge, Major. Yes. Yeah. And then yes. Gold. And then the last name Smith, Kelly Goldsmith. Yes. Kelly Goldsmith. Very good. Uh, Survivor Africa's Kelly Goldsmith. Rob, I, I, it's, it, people make such a big deal about all the Hanses that get on the show. But we have the, the Smith family, mm-hmm. the Zeeks and the Shans and the, the Tarzans, all related. dominated all, Survivor for some time. They have. They've, they have all, all grew up in the same house. That would be a pretty chaotic. Imagine if this was the, the, the big brother house. You have Willard and, and you have at Flicka. This would be uh, quite, quite the house, the Smith house, uh, going strong in Survivor history. And Rob, you had another strong week. All right. Pretty good. All right, Jordan. So we will be back together uh, on a Thursday after the episode next week. Uh, so thank you for uh, your hard work here today as we close it. Is next week the fun, the Twish finale? It is. I was thinking about this, Rob. This this is uh, the this we we never we don't do tr- twist uh, during finale week. So next uh, the the next wish that we record will be the last one of Survivor Forty Five. Sam is crying. His he has tears of sadness. They are not tears yeah. of joy. Uh, and Get this is going tissue. to be our 
Yes, I will. So uh, unfortunately, the last twist of the season, uh, I'm sure we will be covering a lot of these Survivor finales like I like to do on our our twist season finale. Uh, But this was uh, this was a good one. This is a fun week. And I'm looking forward to uh, to recording with you after uh, New Orleans. Okay. well, Jordan, great job. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check out our show from New Orleans coming out later on Thursday. I also have a special Friday know-it-alls with Stephen Fishback uh, this week, not to mention our feedback show coming up on Monday as well. So get your uh, feedback in. Go to survivorpods.com. Check out everything else uh, from last night and everything else on our network when you go to survivorpods.com or go to robinswebsite.com slash subscribe. Thank you for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, guys. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.